0: All right, good morning. All right, so we've been looking at uh, Genesis. Um, Today we're going to look at the promise of war. We were looking at It's Not My Fault last week. Do you all remember much about that? All right, so just a little review So what did uh, the sin of Adam and Eve deserve? Do y'all remember? Death, that's right. So death is right. God told them that if they ate of the forbidden fruit, they would surely die. And uh, because of sin, sin entered the world, we will all die and but we are all already spiritually dead. In uh, Ephesians two, uh, explains that. Let me get that real quick. Ephesians two fourteen, I believe it is. Yes. All right, so Ephesians 2, and, and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin. So he's, Ephesians is telling us we were dead. God had to make us alive. Um, why will we all die? Because of sin? Because of somebody else's sin? My sin? You're going to die? Or is it our sin? Yep. Because Adam was our representative, Adam's actions counted as our actions, affected us all. So when we are born into this world, we're born spiritually dead, and we are separated from God. And we're going to read Genesis 3, 14 through 15. All right, so the Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than the cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Um. Just one thing I I noticed when uh, that kind of caught my attention when I was first reading this. It says you are cursed more than the cattle. So the cattle are cursed, right? I don't exactly know how, but the whole world is cursed, right? We have to, man has to plant a garden. He has to pull the weeds out and all that. He's got to water it where before it used to just grow all by itself. Um... So let's look at our question. All right, so how did the Lord uh, curse the serpent? Remember what he made him do? Did he have legs walk around? What's he got to do now? Crawling on his belly, right? (laughs) He made him crawl on his belly in the dust. This shows that God is more powerful than Satan and that Satan is responsible to God and he was punished for his rebellion. What did God put between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman? There's a word there I'm not sure you know what you know what enmity is strife or battle there's a war between them they're gonna be their enemies right so if you have two people that are enemies there's enmity between them which means they would be set at against each other as enemies. The woman had become friends with the serpent by listening to his lies, but God promised a gracious to graciously cause some of Eve's children to stand against Satan. What would the woman see do to the serpent? Do you remember? Serpent's gonna get his heel bruised or the Christ the. Uh, the seed of the woman's going to get the heel bruised, and the uh, serpent's going to get what bruised? The head, bruised or crushed? It depends on which version you have. He would bruise or crush his head. This is the first promise of the gospel in the Bible. Jesus was born of the seed of the woman, and through his death on the cross, he crushes the serpent's head. Satan will not win this war. All right, so the main idea, because of our sin, we are God's enemies. But because of Christ, we can become God's friend. War is not a pleasant word. War is a fight to the death between two enemies. When Satan rebelled, he declared war against God. He became God's enemy. And when Adam and Eve listened to Satan's lies and sins against God, they joined Satan's side. Our sin, we are enemies, in our sin we are enemies of God. The Bible says that sin, we, the Bible says that because of sin, we hate God and we are under God's wrath. We are against him and he is against us. We have sided with Satan in his war against God. But in his curse on Satan, God promised something amazing enmity, which is kind of strange, right? The war between Satan and God will continue. In fact, it will continue to the end of the world. But in grace, God promised to make some of Eve's children Satan's enemies. And then in the end, God will destroy Satan. Do you know who would crush Satan's head? God? more specific no who conquered sin Nope. Jesus dying on the cross he conquered sin right conquered death Jesus Christ here God is giving the first gospel promise in the Bible Jesus came in human flesh as God's great warrior to defeat Satan and we, and when we have faith in Jesus, we are no longer enemies with God, but children of God. Why does it mean, what does it mean for us to be born enemies of God? Hmm, that's a tough one. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, because we inherited Adam's sin. We naturally don't love, serve, and worship God as we ought. Instead, we follow Satan in his fight against God. God is also against us in our sin. God is holy, and He hates our rebellion. For this reason, His wrath or anger is on us. So in our natural condition, we are against God, and He is against us. How can we become friends of God? Yep. And believing is called what? I'll read it for you, okay? <laughs> only through faith in Jesus Christ, be- because Jesus came to defeat Satan, we can be delivered from Satan's evil kingdom and brought to God. Only in Jesus' power, only Jesus is the is powerful enough to bring us from Satan's side to God's side, right, so who who crushed Satan's head, Jesus, and um, let's see, remember what the, how God cursed the serpent, got to walk on his belly, and not too many people like snakes, right? That's right. Okay, Uh, let's see one more. All right. So, and are we are we born enemies of God? Yes. How come? Because of sin. Because of who's originally Adam and Eve. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, and our gracious God, Father, we thank you and praise you. for the Lord Jesus Christ that he did in fact conquer sin for us that with faith we can believe and trust in you and we thank you for the gift of faith father Um, we just praise you for all that you have done for us all that you continue to do for us for it is by your power that we have being our being every breath that we take is from you and we thank you and praise you We ask that our worship this morning of you, Father, would be pleasing. And we ask all of this in Christ's name. Amen.